Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Happy New Year to you. So glad you're here today. I believe that we're entering into a place where we're going to be fasting and praying and we're going to see one of the greatest moves of God that we've seen. Yes. Amen. In Isaiah 58, in verse 6, it says, Is this not the chosen? Is this not the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So good to see you this morning. We're excited about what God is doing. Thanking God for this year. Uh, I want to challenge each and every one of you to join us on this fast. Some of you can fast, uh, do the Daniel fast. You can do uh, without the meat, without the bread, without the coffee. Somebody said coffee. <laughs> yeah, the caffeine. Somebody said, you'd rather me have my caffeine. <laughs> but I tell you, it, it's a miracle to me. And it really touches my heart every year that I do this fast because I can... I can do this fast and go on fast, and I've been on many fasts, but every year that I do this fast, when I come off of caffeine, I never get a headache. And then you know, I drink some coffee. I drink coffee morning, day, and noon. I mean, I can drink a pot of coffee and go sound asleep. But I never get a headache when I come off of coffee. During this fast. Other fasts I do. This one I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know. But I'm believing God's going to do some great mighty things this year. As I was seeking the Lord about this year, the Lord began to stir in my spirit. He said, Everything that can be shaken, I'm about to shake. Things that have been done in darkness are about to be brought to light. Hmm? People who have sought my face are going to see clearer than they've ever seen. You're listening to me. The day of playing games is over with. Amen? God's bringing His church. He's getting His church ready. I'm telling you folks, we've been hearing it preach and preached for a long time. But Jesus... Is coming soon. It's lining up. I don't know how long. I don't know how long it's going to be. I'm not going to tell you. It's going to be tomorrow or next week. I'm not going to predict. I don't have that. He, Jesus said, even the angels in heaven don't know. He don't know. No one but the Father. But one thing I do know. I'm going on the first load. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to speak to you this morning on storm walkers. 
I feel like one of the things that we need to do is we need to forget what is behind us and focus on what's ahead of us. We, not, we need to stop looking and complaining on what was left behind us and start looking to what's ahead of us for what God has for us. Because God is calling us into a new place. He's calling us into deeper waters. Amen? Hallelujah. All of us want this thing. We want to be, uh, we want to be absolute. We want to have this uh, 100% money-back guarantee on all this faith stuff. But here's the thing. If you have 100%, if you're 100% on anything and take risk out of it, it's not faith. Faith involves risk. Some of you are going to have to take some risk if you're going to get a better job. Some of you are going to have to take risk if you're going to see God move better ways in your life. There's going to have to be risk. What are you saying? I'm saying I've been here a year and we're about to shift into second gear. We're going somewhere. Amen? God's about to do some things. Amen? Hallelujah. If you've got your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to Matthew the 14th chapter, and I'm going to start reading at the 22nd verse. How many of you ready to put some things underneath your feet? I don't believe God puts us in, in positions to where that we uh, are just stuck. He puts us in a position to have opportunity. He positions us for opportunity. In Matthew 14 and verse 22, it says, Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. Now just let me back up here and, and tell you, give you a backstory on this. Jesus has just fed 5,000 people plus women and children. We say 5,000, but it's really, if you really added it up, it was probably more like anywhere eight to 10,000. And then they took up 12 baskets. He don't have no problem providing for you. His provision is there. Amen? And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up to the mountain and himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the, by the waves, and the wind was contrary. Now let me just tell you this. First of all, Jesus, it says he made his disciples get into the boat to go to the other side. They had been out on that sea before. They knew how the wind could come up and how the waves could come up on them. They knew how the storms could come suddenly upon them. They knew how it was when they was in the middle of the sea, in the middle of the night, when, when the storm came on them and Jesus was in the bottom of the boat. But now Jesus is telling them to get out and go on their own. you got to understand something, that sometimes we find ourselves in the middle of storms, and it's not because of that we've made a wrong turn. It's because we're doing just what he told us to do. Sometimes we get in a position to where uh, the enemy is going to try to come against you to try to bring destruction against you. 
and try to get you to get to a place to where you give up and go back to where you come from. Jesus knew that they was going to face this storm before he ever sent them out. He knew the things that they were going to go through before they got there, but he wanted them to just keep on rowing. Look at somebody and say, we just got to keep on rowing. Don't get so focused on where you've been that you forget where you're going. Amen? It says, but now the boat was in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, and the wind was contrary. Now the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. Now let me just give you a little. See, I like to sneak up on people. I just do. If I see them with their back to me, I'm going to try to sneak up on them and scare them. Huh? Yeah. I snuck up on Herbie Saturday. <laughs> uh, Friday. Yeah. So uh, I like to do that. Can you imagine? Here, now, Jesus had an advantage here. I mean, he could walk on water. So here was the fourth watch of the night. His disciples out there, they're so content. They're so caught up in rowing and trying to get to the other side, and Jesus comes walking on the water. And they cried out for fear. It's a ghost. How many of you going to be scared if you see just somebody walking to you on the water? I mean, now here, here's somebody. That, he didn't warn them about this. They didn't know he could do this. They assumed that it was something that it was not. And Jesus said, he said, don't, don't fear, it's I. He's right in the midst of the storm. He's walking on the water. And Peter, loudmouth Peter, Peter was one of those kind of guys who a lot of times said things just, you know, he was one of those people that if it crossed his mind, it come out of his mouth. Hmm. Somebody said he bound to have wore peppermint socks because he kept his foot in his mouth most of the time. <laughs> but here's Peter walking on the water. Uh, here's Jesus walking on the water, and Peter says, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come to you on the water. Jesus didn't give a long scripture. He didn't tell him all of what he needed to do or how many schools he needed to go through or how many theological sermons he needed to preach or anything like that. He said, come. Just one word. Which meant that any one of the disciples could have got out of the boat and walked to him. But there are too many of us that are hanging on to the boat trying to ride out the storm. But Jesus is saying, Peter, I'm giving you an opportunity here that if you want to step out on this thing that the enemy has meant to destroy you, that he's brought to destroy you and trying to take you out, if you want to come out and step on it and place it underneath your feet, just go right ahead. 
And I know that a lot of people give Peter a bum rap because Peter was the one who denied Jesus. A lot of people talk about Peter because he denied the Lord, but he was close enough to him to get caught by the others and be recognized. The rest of them didn't go into town. The rest of them didn't follow him when Jesus was taken away. It was Peter that come to the Lord's defense when they come out to get Jesus and he smote one of the soldiers' ears and took it off. It was him. But, you know, we look back on the failures of people more than we look at the success of people. It was also Peter who got the revelation, who had the revelation of who Jesus really was. And you've got two kinds of people in this world. You got storm walkers, and you got people that criticize storm walkers. They'll sit in the boat and talk about them, but they ain't willing to get out. And they say, well, you don't know that you need to tell the rest of the story because the rest of the story says that Peter sank. No, the rest of the story does not say that Peter sank. The Bible says that he began to sink. He did not sink. But I'm here to tell you right now, I would rather have, I would rather be wet than to have a numb behind. Lots of people just got numb behinds. They'll complain about somebody that's walking on their storm, but they ain't about to stick their feet over, over on the side. God's looking for some people who are willing to stick their feet out on the other side of the boat and walk out, honey, because I'm telling you, you won't remember. You won't remember that you got wet, but you will remember and look back and regret that you didn't get out of the boat. When God has given us the opportunity to step out on our storm and place things underneath our feet, we struggle with things all the time about what we can and what we can't do. We have society telling us we've got to do it this way and got to do it that way. When God steps out and says, come, you can step out on it. I don't care how bad the storm is. I'm telling you, it can be cancer. It can be anything that's come against you. I'm telling you that God will give you the ability to step out on your storm. And in 2020, God's going to raise up some storm walkers. He's going to raise up some people. You're going to put some things behind you, things that's been a struggle for a long time. You're going to step out on them. Can you imagine how frustrating it is for the enemy to conjure up something that's bring against you to try to get you to work so hard and try to get you to sink in the very sorrows of everything that he's brought against you. But all of a sudden, he sees a faith begin to rise up in you and you begin to throw your feet out over on the side of the boat and step out on that thing and you stand up firm. Why? Because you're not just standing on anything. You're standing on the word of God and you standing on the word of God you will not sink what was God saying to Peter he was just simply saying this you ain't got to worry about anything getting over your head 
that I placed under my feet. We go through a lot of struggles and everything, listen to me, folks, to, to, to try to say that we're going to have faith and not take risk is not faith at all. More people at the end of their life do not regret. We got, we got, uh, we got regrets of action and we got regrets of inaction. A lot of times we regret things we say. We wish we could take them back. We regret things that we do. But when you get to the end of your life, the most things that you're going to remember are the things that you could have done but did not do. That's what you're going to regret. You're going to regret the opportunities that God gives you to get out of the boat. And you sat there and said, I can't do this when he's called you out. I want us to look through the lens of faith and I want us to step out on the storms that come our way in 2020. I want us to understand that the God that we serve is bigger than anything that we're facing in our life. I want us to stop talking about and say, well, sister so-and-so, if they don't get a miracle, let's see that miracle. Let's step out on the storm, in the midst of the storm, and walk until we see the power and the miracle come to fruition. Peter didn't just talk about it. He did it. Everybody in the boat could have stepped out. Only Peter. So go ahead and talk about Peter. Yeah, he denied Christ. He also stepped out on the day of Pentecost and preached and 3,000 souls were saved. Hmm? He also went to a cross and would not be crucified like his savior but rather upside down so how many of us are going to be storm walkers how many of us are going to step out of our boat we need to get rid of the numb behinds <laughs> get some circulation going Step out. If God called you to it, He'll bring you through it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Peter, he didn't do what was in, he didn't sit there. And just dwell on what he thought he should do. He stepped out and done what he knew he needed to do. A lot of times we fear failure too much.
But when we're following Christ, is it really failure at all? Hmm? The Bible says that Peter got his eyes on the things around him and began to sink. Then Jesus reached out his hand and said, why did you doubt? And then he walked back to the boat and they stepped in, got into the boat. While the rest of the disciples were in there belling water. See, some of us, some of us are so busy belling water that we don't even see the miracle. We get so caught up in the things that are happening around us that we fail to see the supernatural things that are going on around us. Don't get caught with your head down. And don't be critical of those who are willing to step out of the boat. Oh, you can say all you want to. Well, he got wet. Yeah, he got wet. But he also got a story. The rest of them had a story. All of their testimonies said that they rode out a storm. Peter had a testimony of saying, I walked on it. It was a storm, and it was raging, and it was dark that night. But I stepped out, and I walked to my Savior. Hallelujah. God is going to call some of you this year to step out of where you've been. The enemy has created things to try to bring you down, to try to get you, to hold you down. But God has given you a word for 2020 to step out and walk on your storm, to put it underneath your feet, and for it to never return. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's all stand. Hallelujah. A Roman, a, a, a German um, author wrote this. His last name's Gerth. He said, Hell begins the day God grants you the vision to see all that you could have done, should have done, would have done, but did not do. I'm going to read that again. Hell begins the day God grants you the vision to see all that you could have done, should have done, would have done, but did not do. God will place us, each and every one of us, in situations that gives us opportunity to step out. We believe in one Jesus Christ Breaking through the Moses, when he went to the Red Sea, it wasn't 100%. He didn't know what to do. He just knew he was where God told him to be. 
here's the disciples. See, we we have some way equated being in God's will means no difficulty, no struggle. With with felt like that if we're in the will of God, that everything's just gonna be roses. That couldn't be farther from the These disciples were right where God told them to be, doing what God told them to do. They were right where He told them to be. The storm came up, and it looked like it was going to overtake them. But just in the midst of a storm, I found out this to be. When you're doing what you're supposed to do and you're where you're supposed to be, Jesus will always show up to you in a way that you've never seen. And you will have the opportunity because he's not going to leave you where you're at. He'll give you the opportunity to step out of where you are. But you got to be willing to throw your leg over the bow. Step out. Hallelujah. He didn't cease the storm. That's the thing I've always loved about this storm. He did not stop the storm. He just stood and invited Peter out. Hey, buddy. Want to frustrate the devil today, buddy? Come walk on the storm with me. Come out here and stand on this thing that he's created to take you out. Because here we are. Here we are standing. How frustrating can that be if you think that can be to the enemy? For you to walk on something that he meant to destroy your life. Place it underneath your feet. It's got to be frustrating. That's just kind of God we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him some praise. If you're here this morning and you say, I'm going to be a storm walker. I'm going to step out on my storm in 2020. I'm not going to let the things that held me back hold me back any longer. I'm going to take some risks. Faith is risk-taking. Come on now. If that's you, I want you to come. I want you to make your way down. You're going to pray.